I'm Jason Klom. Gaziza. I'm Alan Rickards. Your last name is Rickard? And we are the hosts of Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast. Oh, hi, I'm Jason Klom. Gaziza. I'm Alan Rickards. And this is Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast. We're almost at Thanksgiving, Alan. <laughs> what? Uh, well, it's in July. 1996, Alan. No. Yeah. Jeez. For real. Can I tell you? Uh, yeah. This is a daydream. Uh, this episode really applies to the weather outside right now yeah. in Burbank, where we're recording this. Yeah. But maybe not November in New York. Yeah, that's a very good point. November in New York, this is a weird time. Global warming. This is a very topical mm-hmm. episode. Mm-hmm. It's not. Okay. Uh, <laughs> heat wave. Uh huh. Very, but this is probably the most. Well, no, I can't say it's the most surreal episode because there's a space in the Titanic yep. episode. Right. Yep. This is a. This is this is again. <laughs> this is a beginning of that happening. Right. And that being a little more acceptable in sitcoms. Not that it hadn't been done before. Mm-hmm. Fantasy things. Exist, but this is an entire fantasy episode. Yes. Like there's well, yeah. several times. Pardon me. Several times when you don't know what's real and what isn't. Yes. What? It, uh, it actually, well, I guess it was kind of at the same time, but it re- does remind me of the uh, the critic and then later Family Guy kind mm-hmm. of style where it's just like quick cuts gag and then oh, yeah. back out like, whoa, what happened? Like, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, no, that's a good point. I, I, I love the critic, too. All right, that's our next podcast. Was great. Yeah, it was a great Sounds time. good. There's only one season. It's going to be a, not a long podcast. Yeah, no, that's it'll be okay. quick. <laughs> I know somebody who wrote on it. Do you so, really? Yeah, I do. Jeez. Uh, every every credit this man has is very impressive. He's awesome. a super cool dude. Um, so, the ratings are tanking. Yes, Mr. James says our ratings suck. Our ratings suck. Um, and Dave's defense was, I wouldn't say that. Yeah, d- due to competition, economic forces, our ratings suck. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is one of those weird episodes, too, where I concentrate so much more on what's happening and not the dialogue. The dialogue is usually so heavily important for me. Mm-hmm. Well, it's le- like, uh, I think I took There's fine less dialogue notes on the dialogue uh-huh. than I have on any other episode. Because yep. it really is more about the flashes of the, the daydreaming and the, the mm-hmm. heat. Which I got to tell you, uh, <laughs> this actually captures like a really hot fucking day really, really well. It does, yeah. Who doesn't like just like immediately just space out and start thinking of something else. Yeah, anything to make you not think about heat. Yeah. You guys thinking about something else right now? Uh, I'm sorry, Jen, what? I I just came back. Um, What? Uh, Oh, by the way, Jen's here on the ether. Uh, Hi. Yeah, Jen, I was uh, thinking about winning the lottery. No. (laughs) Oh, boy. Yeah, so uh, Beth has brought them coffee uh, to help cool Dave. Ice coffee. Ice coffee, yeah, exactly. Uh, Dave, Dave, and, and Jimmy. Uh, but not really drink iced. them. Yeah, it is iced coffee. Ice, ice coffee. coffee. It is a giant ice cube, apparently, because they try and pour it out. Nothing comes out. Uh, this is so cute, though, because like when uh, I can't read my. This is a problem when I handwrite oh, my notes. I lo- well, I, I, I don't know where you're. Well, just do, just Beth at the end of this scene. She's Dave. I'm so hot. And she just <laughs> escorts her out of the office. It's the cutest thing Aww, in the world. Oh, Bethy. Uh, I, uh, I just love Mr. James also like saying to Dave. Dave, do you remember when I hired you and I said I would never never interfere with your creative decisions? Yes. <laughs> Damn, I was hoping you'd forget <laughs> about that. Because I got a great idea. <laughs> and the. Also a very solid physical gag at the end of this. Mm-hmm. Which is... Yeah, Matthew's got his own solution. Put your fucking <laughs> soaked socks and shoes or whatever. Did you say shoes too or just socks? In a community it's... freezer. Yeah. Shoes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in in the freezer. If, but <laughs> Dave just pushes them for the door. By the way, I don't know, really know how they did that. They just put him on wheels or what? I couldn't tell. It goes by quick enough that he's kind of covering whatever they were using to make him. But I assume it was wheels. It, it actually, um, when he fell, uh-huh. I saw like I saw shoes. a cloth come from underneath his shoes. Uh-huh. Really? Like something that almost looked like dryer sheet-ish. 
I don't know if that was part of it oh, or well, if there was something on the surface of the We need to write these too. down for Jeremy yeah. Man. We really do like There has got to be though something because mm-hmm. That is a They did a pretty good editing job, but like it, it, I was looking for it. Yeah. If there but if there was uh if they it was like that the just like slippery cloth or whatever you you could put on the the bottom of it, but that's a long way to slide. It really is, because he goes across the whole fucking office, yes. right? Like, but it, the way that the depth, the way that they've shot it, it's just like a, it's like kind of a slow shrink into yeah. the background, and it's, it's just got the same look on his face the whole time. Yeah. until he hits the wall. Yes, right? until he hits the wall. That's great. It's a it's really solid fantastic. bit. Simple too, because normally they're like, like a quick fall yeah, yeah, over, yeah. and this is just like a until it really it's so great. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of funny. It really would not played well if the if the camera was like in front of him on the. Then you'd see him just like slide by. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, that wouldn't have worked. Yeah. Yes. This, this is, is pretty brilliant. All in camera, one shot. Anyway, and we're through the opening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's no. We don't come back to anything for mm-hmm. after the credits here. After I think the they finally credits. gave up on the. Let's come back to a Matthew gag quick, yeah. but not really. Yeah. 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 Um. At my con- God, I got to tell you, my notes are ugly. Well, they're the conference table. Yes. Now. Mm-hmm. Uh. Saying that Joe is working on the heat, and every time they say that, Joe yells from off screen. Yes, right. He's really not in with yeah. any of the rest of them, except for in his fantasies in this, huh? Yeah, I'm so working he, on it. So he's on it every time anybody even quietly complains about the heat, <laughs> but he's spaced out anytime anybody is actually <laughs> checking on uh-huh. it. Uh huh. Yeah. Like, not doing a whole lot, just no. sleeping. Uh, I like that Is Jimmy it? clearly owns the rights to some other uh, to a fictional 1920s. Yeah, I was trying to look this radio. up to uh-huh. see if it, it does not. No, no, and the only reason I guess that is based on the fact that they use a fake clip from a non-existent show yes. that is them doing their own thing. Phone bones follies. Phone phone bones. Phone bones. So I was even trying like <laughs> punny spellings right. because I'm like, does this exist? <laughs> Uh, yeah, but he's insisting they're going to run that at drive time instead of the news and traffic because the ratings are so bad. That's, that's what Jimmy says is going to happen. And he does say it in a way that makes would make anybody think that, well, of course, that's what Jimmy wants, and he's, he's the boss. But yeah. Oh, my. Uh, I, do, <laughs> I do love, though, uh, Dave has kind of figured this out, which was Lisa brings Dave in the office to tell him, you know, don't let Mr. James do that, and Dave explains to her that, I have to let him do this so he can fail, and then he learns. Uh huh. Yeah. See, uh, it's it's like judo. <laughs> when the big man comes to the small man with all of his force, it's the wise small man who steps aside. Where is Dave reading this? Do you think he takes judo? I don't. Th- yeah, I think it sounds really... like an old philosophy question. I feel like that... he just read the book. Like, uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, yeah, no, that could be true. It sounds like an old philosophy thing, though, and I've I've always wondered. I'm certain I'll get an email about this, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the origin of this is. All I know is neither of them are quite well. Dave seems to be well versed enough in it. Yes, and Lisa really, really, really wants yeah. to trump him on the judo man stuff. Which <laughs> the first time, but if the big man steps aside to, then, uh, and then Dave's like, what? What what are you trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> Poor Lisa. Oh, just it's just it. impossible. Uh, and then we get to our first uh, official fantasy of this episode, which I have to say the oh, music the music is very lovely. Mm-hmm. Whenever <laughs> Bill had the the fantasy, he was the only one I think that had music yeah. in his fantasy. Yep. Right? Yeah, it was a huge it part of it. Amazing, and also it <laughs> didn't start right away. Bill, it was so quiet when mm-hmm. it started. Mm-hmm. There's no. Bill, uh, uh, yeah, we'll get we'll get right. into the ending of it. Mm-hmm. But the, yes, uh, he makes we, out with Lisa. Yes, first, she so. says, "Oh, Bill, my entire life up to now has been merely prelude up to this wonderful moment. <laughs> I too have been watching from afar with a longing in my heart, but we mustn't. It is taboo." <laughs> And then the <laughs> both their heads go back and forth. I, I, as we were watching it in there, I just That's like so ridiculous. I just remembered it, uh, like just because it's just I don't know stuck in my subconscious. Apparently, if you say taboo, that is what I'm going Tab- to picture. <laughs> <laughs> so 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 great. And uh, it doesn't even look like she's trying to get away. I literally, uh, just like I'm just going to turn fast and come back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like that. There are some moments in this episode where in these because you can tell that they've shot the uh, dream sequences 
separately without an audience. So when they come back, they're coming back into like uh, audience noise. So you're actually getting news radio without audience noise, and it's kind of great, and it kind of works. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know what? I didn't even think about that's something I like more about this episode. But, mm-hmm. like, there was something. I'm like, this is, like, really nice. Like, something cinematically, like, here, I yeah. just really like more. And I'm like, oh, that's what it is. Yep. <laughs> Although there's one, and I'll, we'll get, I'll point it out when we get to it. There's okay. one I wish they would have added a little bit of the really? audience. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll okay. get to it. We'll get to it. Uh, <laughs> when we snap back into reality, uh, Lisa asked Bill what he was fantasizing about, and then of course he says he's winning the lottery. Uh, yeah, and then, right. and then the yes. music swells yes. Yes. as she leaves because he's starting to daydream about her again. Immediately and after. then, and then when it cuts to the next scene, the music stops. Yep, yeah. it's brilliant. It's beautiful. That is a gorgeous. Whoever cut that, that is. That's a that's a choice, and yep. it's a good choice. And the audience doesn't react to it because I'm sure it was done in post. Exactly. The music, so yeah. it was uh, great. <laughs> I like how he was trying to cover his tracks, though, when uh, uh, Dave came up to ask, Bill, what, have you seen Lisa? He's like, no, no, I I mean, not recently. Like, <laughs> I missed that. Like, I don't he know was going to be, like, worried that like, he was going to be. about your girlfriend. Yeah. It's <laughs> oh, amazing. Oh, that's great. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> Uh, I like that uh, Joe's got a I, mm, I fantasy here this. that's kind of similar to what hmm. ends up. Uh, they're, they're just it's reminiscent of the space episode. Yeah, but Joe has complete control over Dave because yeah. Dave is an android. Yes, he asks him for a coke. He brings him a coke and he opens up his brain panel, puts a little drill in it, does something. Uh, <laughs> I hear and I obey Joe. <laughs> But yeah, he's, I love, he's pretty great in that scene. Dave Foley does a lot of good stuff. This ridiculous uh, uh, setup, though, it, it pays off so well right here when it just breaks, and then Joe, back to real world, when Joe's just like to Dave, hey, can you give me a soda? And then Dave, just, you just hear him like annoyed, like, get your own soda. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joe has no power. That's all he wants. All he wants is, also, I think, and at the end of that, after Dave walks away, he just goes, with the drill, yep. just imagining getting yep. to, to do something to his brain. And he's oh probably immediately daydreaming again, too. Mm-hmm. And then we have Lisa's first fantasy. Yes. Which was... Hers are so... Like, they're so simple. It's like she could actually pull these fantasies uh-huh. off. Uh-huh. Yes, and it's so lame that that's what her daydream is. She's I'm a like, nerd. Really? Yeah. Like, like, She's an this is a woman like, who watches be, C-SPAN 24 hours. You could be like president, like you're so smart. What? Are you, what? Yeah. Yeah. She's worried about the judo man again. That's right. Did you write these down, Alan? I did. I didn't, okay. So Dave once again <laughs> says, when the big man comes to the small man with all his force, it's the wise small man who steps aside. Lisa... Yeah, but at the end of the match, one man is small and wise, and one man is big and wiser. And then Dave's like, uh, uh, it's fine. uh, and then, yeah, that, that's her whole fantasy that uh-huh. she got Dave right there. Yeah, he's totally stumped. Yes. 100%. And then when we come out of it, <laughs> same setup, when, but Lisa says, yes, but at the end of the match, one man is small and wise and one man is big and wiser Dave without missing a beat yeah the big man is wise wise enough never to come to the small man again <laughs> and then <laughs> he's not even trying and that's gonna hurt her so much like, more I love it like it's that's not even a very good retort no it's she, not great she, it just still it just shuts just her down her. she's crushed yeah <laughs> yeah he's just so confident in that <laughs> yeah whatever yeah. that response was <laughs> uh, this is a good time as any to go beat the heat We'll be right back. Yeah. Oh my God, Alan! Is it? Do you see what I see in the distance, or am I hallucinating? It's a mirage, I think. Or it can't it's be. It can't be real. CVT soft serve oh ice God. cream. Oh my God! It's their truck, Charlie, or the other one, Frankie. What? It's one of the two. Oh they've got chocolate on the truck. They got vanilla on the truck. They got twist on the truck. They've got sprinkles on the truck. They got sea salt on the truck. They've got ice cream and coffee on the truck. Well, then why don't we just go get some ice cream? Let's go get ice cream from the truck. At CVT Soft Serve. What's that? A second ad? That's right. It's Jason Klom, your co-host. Uh, this will be brief, uh, but it's super important. Um, so I have, as you can tell from all the stuff that Alan and I talk about when we do little promos, a lot of different irons in the fire. Uh, one of those irons is brand new, and it's something that's super exciting for me. 
um, and uh, I've been working on it for quite a while. It's called Celery Sound Records. It's an independent comedy record label specializing in sketch comedy, although we're looking at other options right now. The thing we're concentrating on most is sketch comedy. So if you go to bit.ly forward slash celery sound, that will take you right to the website. Uh, you can also get to it through stolendress.com, the podcast network site. And uh, yeah, so uh, the first release that we have that is official is Shoestrings, which is uh, a comedy album I did in 2001, which is kind of insane. Um, but uh, it's the 16th anniversary uh, album, because why not? And it's got little bits and pieces from other albums and stuff that, uh, that we've done, uh, my buddy Dan and I, uh, Dan and Jay's Comedy Hours, the comedy group. And uh, we're also uh, now distributing an album that's been out for a little bit called A Gift You Didn't Ask For from Friends You Never Had. And it is a really wonderful vinyl-only release. These guys do not have digital options out there because it's meant to be listened on vinyl. And honestly, I will tell you, by the time you get to the very end of this record, you will appreciate the fact that you're listening to it on vinyl. I, it's Honestly, it would be a spoiler to tell you anymore. It's brilliant. Uh, it's by uh, Jared Jeffries and Peyton Brown. And uh, again, if you go to bit.ly forward slash celery sound, you'll be able to find both of those there. Uh, you can get the CD version of ours, um, uh, Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour uh, album, um, for a reasonable price. You can, uh, but the downloads at our website directly, and um, uh, a gift you didn't ask for, you can get through our website as well. So again, bit.ly forward slash celery sound. Tell us what you think. And now back to the show. And we are back. Uh, and guess what? What is that? Beth has her first <laughs> fantasy, seeing Matthew come around her chair as Freddy Krueger. Mm-hmm. I remember you could get those uh, pretty readily at, at co- not cost just any stop the yeah. the, the Freddy Krueger glove at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had like one plastic one that I had yeah. never even seen Freddy Krueger, but I wanted the glove. This actually was one of those uh, <laughs> Freddy Krueger. I think I had the most nightmares when I was a kid. Really? Well, I just remember I would. Watch it without my parents knowing, but then sure. at one point they were showing one of the movies on TV, and I said to my parents, "Hey, uh, can, can I watch Nightmare on Elm Street?" And my mom was like, "You fart." My mom, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just worried about what the oh, next thing is. No, my mom was just said to me, "He's like, you can wa- you can watch it as mm-hmm. long as you promise you're not gonna have nightmares." I'm like, oh yeah, totally, I promise. <laughs> sure enough, later that night. Mom, oh, Dad, fuck. can I sleep in your room? There's no way. I couldn't. I mean, that's why my parents wouldn't let me. They knew I would have nightmares, and they just knew there's no way in hell. Uh, it's built to give you nightmares. I, yeah. I had the uh, uh, very funny uh, Freddy Krueger nightmare, though, that uh, scared me the crap out of me as when I was a kid, but when uh-huh. I think back to it, actually quite funny. What, what happened? Uh, I was with some neighborhood kids, and there was like a big grassy lawn and there were some bushes on the other side and one of the kids said to me like oh my god Fre- freddy krueger he's he's in the bathroom over there he's actually he's showering right now and we're like what he's like don't go over there like it's scary and then one of the kids like pushed me so i like came in his view and he runs out with like a shower cap <laughs> and a towel around his waist looks out with like his glove he's like oh uh i'm gonna get changed just just wait there i'm gonna get changed i'm gonna come kill you like, <laughs> that's amazing. That's they were just, doing a whole bit tr- for you. Yeah, that was actually, but it scared the crap out of me. Oh as a kid. yeah, sure. me. Oh, yeah, that's a funny gag. Mean, <laughs> but funny. Amazing. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, just wait, uh, uh, and I'll come kill you. And uh, just wait there. Just wait, wait for it. That's <laughs> so good. That's easily one of the best dreams I've ever heard in my life. That's <laughs> really great. So stupid. Um, so right after uh, Matthew Kruger uh, gets ready to attack Bill, it's a quick oh. or, or Beth. I'm sorry, it's a quick flash. Yeah, uh, it is. Qu- I, I got to point out too. I'm gonna mark off. So Nightmare on Elm Street because all these seem to be parodies of some mm-hmm. horror movie. There's one I can't figure out. And okay, we'll get to it. I'll, let's try to figure it out. All okay. right, we'll look it up okay. because there's some notes online too that might help. Because okay. I don't. I'm not good with all these either. Um, Bill is now immediately back into fantasy mode, but it's with Beth. So, it's like his mm. fantasy writer gave her the same script, but he knows <laughs> Seth she's the person right. too well that she can't get it. She's she's, like, she can't say prelude. She's a cute prelude. one who can't get it right. <laughs> How is it pronounced? And it's great, too, because it's not that the show thinks she's dumb. It's that Bill thinks she's Bill, dumb. Yeah. It's like such a... 
Oh, yeah, you're right. It's like uh, the fantasy writer. I like the way you put that. Yeah, that's the best way to put it. That's really good. We must. Uh, we must it, it is taboo. taboo. <laughs> you, you have a tattoo? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, there's no way she's that dumb. dumb. She says joke. it in kind of she's, like a sexy way. Yeah. Uh-huh, right. Yeah. You have a tattoo. And then she's like, because if it, and she's about to go into detail and he shuts her up with a kiss, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're still really into each other. There's just mm-hmm. a lot of stupid dialogue between them. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's super amazing. Oh, my God. And then Beth, of course, wakes up. So I like that that's how, like, we're given an idea of how quickly the fantasies are happening in his head because the second a woman walks into the room, you know yep. that's when it starts. And yep. then, then, yep. She, then she pulls him out of the fantasy. <laughs> I, <laughs> when Beth's like, yeah, what are you, what are you dreaming about? Winning the lottery again. Again. <laughs> you won the lottery? <laughs> Not yet, my sweet. <laughs> my, my sweet. sweet. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then immediately we get another Beth one. She walks into the break room and it's dark. There's no lights on. Well, hold up. But she yes. walks by Matthew with a hockey oh, mask Oh, yes. I'm on. sorry. So oh, got, oh, I missed that. Damn it. See, I'm busy taking notes and I forgot about that one. Friday the 13th right there. A little <laughs> bit of Jason Voorhees, Matthew. Oh, my God. Her brain's just not Just for a second, up. Yeah. yeah. Just for a second. That's great. Oh, that's funny. But, yeah, I can't I can't figure out when she does walk in the break uh-huh. room. I don't know what the Shadow Man thing is Bram from. Stoker's Dracula. Oh, that is? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because there's, there's, there's one bit. Well, when he does the red eyes, too, I thought that was from. It's that thriller. I don't know. That's probably Thriller. You're right. It might be thriller. It's thriller. Uh, yeah, it's good just call. The no, red Bram Stoker but, yeah. makes sense. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's the one. I, I can never remember the name of the damn thing, but yeah, okay. it's that Dracula movie. That okay. really bad. Keanu Reeves tries to be English. You know, great. he's actually a good actor. Just not, he is great not, in a not, lot of things. You ever seen one. The Gift? Only he worth was watching that was once, the, but he's amazing in he's it. He's fantastic. It was a Sam Raimi movie. He's uh huh. He actually blew his performance. Actually, kind of blew me away. I was surprised mm-hmm. he had that in him. It's an upsetting movie. I don't think I ever watched it again. But he's well, really kinda, good in it. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of gross. He's right in John Wick. He is. He I mean, I, is. This is what I hear. I haven't yeah. seen it. I've not seen it. I will say, if if you guys real quick, speaking of the gift, Giovanni Rubisi's in it. If you want to see a friend of ours in a show. It's called Two Buck Chuck. It's on Amazon. That's not what it's called, but that's mm, what I'm always so going to keep silly. calling. It. Sneaky Pete. Sneaky Pete. Her good friend Lee Bay Barrera is in it. And it's coming back for season two. Mm-hmm. It's actually great. really good. I saw the whole series. I need to watch the whole thing. I have not done that. Because Brian I in it. am a bad friend. Too busy calling it Two Buck Chuck to actually pay attention. That's not true. No, I, it, it I'm is a busy actually, fella, and I really want to see it. It is actually a really good show. So and she's great. Yeah. Um, she's fantastic, yeah. The okay, where the hell are we? Oh, right. Uh, uh, yeah, so there's the Dracula bit, and then it's basically the, she just finds out Matthew's trying to give her back her stapler, right? But then he has a also, tail the for a tail, moment. What's that? He just has a tail for a split second. I think that might be referring to Jacob's ladder, though, because they're I don't know that. Uh, okay. Tim Robbins, it was like he comes back from war, and he's like keeps seeing all these crazy horror fantasy fan- mm-hmm. well, I can't say fantasy but horror like images that pop up and okay. this one woman he was dancing with all of a sudden she turns around and has this really creepy tail okay I'm okay. thinking that's what that's from funny alright so I, I think that's Jacob's Ladder that's awesome see that's... Uh, email us if you think I'm wrong <laughs> I've, I've yet to know of another horror if, if anything if you put Wizard of Oz I will be like you are wrong <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this next bit I really love, and it's like, I like when Shatter. the writers acknowledge their weaknesses and acknowledges the weaknesses of TV in general. Yeah. Uh, but Catherine's just in, it's Catherine's fantasy. She's having lunch. It's beautiful. And this then. Is, this is a great Catherine moment. Anyway, and it then is. it makes me very sad for her. Afterwards. Well, I didn't write any of the lines down, but long story got, short. Yeah. You got some lines? Okay, good. But everybody who starts walking in the room oh i don't have is oh they're not okay <laughs> they they are either african-american or one gentleman is asian everybody else is african-american yes yeah uh and they're all just having a nice little conversation uh about you know you know it would be nice if there's some people of color in the office <laughs> it's just the last office Catherine worked in wall to wall white people <laughs> it's just like and then all of a sudden and in walks joe fury again <laughs> wearing a fucking sweater vest it's the it's third like, time Joe Fury came back. I think so. I yeah. think so. And then he's like, "Hey, uh, is it okay if uh, we eat with you?" And he's, she's like, uh, "Yeah, sure." And then the white equivalent. And he's like, "Hey, yeah, sh- hey, everybody, yeah." She said it was okay. Come on <laughs> yeah, in. Yeah, that's the other thing. Like they need her permission to come in the room. <laughs> By the way, also this is also very sad because when he does ask her, "Could you use some company?" It's like after she broke out of that fantasy, she's like, "It was like she was like." Yeah, actually, I would like. Yeah, please, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, it was almost like she was excited to mm-hmm. have 
Well, anybody to talk anybody to. Anybody to talk to. Would right. No. Anybody watch Friends last night? It's one of the best. And then she just, just to sh- her face just sinks. She's like, "Really you kidding me in here? Like, <laughs> wow." I know, I know, and that's her only fantasy. So could this be more of the opposite of what I just stated? <laughs> oh uh, then we skip to Joe. And Everyone brings him. A everybody's soda. in the scene. I brought you a soda, Joe. I brought you a soda, Joe. Brought you a soda, Joe. Anything in Jimmy James' voice is funny. <laughs> uh, and as they all brought, then he shuts them all down mm-hmm. one by one with a giant remote control. And of course, Matthew comes in and he wants to be a robot. Right. He can't wait. The parts are in the mail, right? Yeah. So it's all Stepford Wives style robots. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. not like they weren't always robots. Right. They. There's he made in them into robots because mm-hmm. he's a serial killer. Yes. <laughs> this is correct. Yeah. He is fine with that. I do notice that uh, when we skip over real quick, uh, who, I think, I think Bill might be smoking in the chair. Was uh, he smoking? Yeah, I know he had a just towel sitting there, on right? his head. Oh, he has a towel on his head. Yeah. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Uh, I noticed the papers are back. There's just piles of <laughs> newspapers on the floor. And again, we need to we need to find out that exact issue because they did say that it's the same, same newspaper, every newspaper every episode, every so it doesn't matter. They just had a ton of the same ep- uh, damn newspaper. Um, <laughs> and then Beth comes in to check on Bill. Oh wait, but we uh, Joe coming out of the fantasy though when he asked. Beth, oh yes, Beth, right. Sorry. Can you get me a soda? Uh-huh. She starts laughing. Just laughs hysterically <laughs> with her infectious laugh. That's humiliating, by the way. It is, of course. <laughs> of yeah. course, uh, that's good. Uh, but uh, yeah, so go. then no, no, no. Uh, and then yeah, she <clears throat> does she wake Bill up? Is that what she's doing? Oh yeah, she's telling Bill that it's time for yeah. it's finally time for that meeting because she's the whole time her only dialogue really within real life has been thirty minutes. You know, have your stuff ready in thirty yeah. minutes. She's repeating repeating the same line over and over again, which is again why the dialogue seems so just inte- like the stuff in the real world is dull yeah. on purpose, and then right. the rest of it's just much more interesting. But there's also there. yeah, it's I mean there's a reason it's dull. It's, yeah. they're all spacing out, and they're when they come back, you know, exactly. trying to figure things out. Mm-hmm. I like that they get to play more with it, so that in the fantasies it doesn't necessarily have to be witty repartee. They can even repeat the same shit over right. and over again, and that's the gag. Uh, but yeah, right. when when Beth goes over, and sees Matthew as a little doll, a little Chucky, Chucky. A little little child's Chucky. play parody Aww. there. He looks more like a, uh, I don't know, an action figure thing. He kind of like, does. Like a G.I. Joe action figure. <laughs> or an actual just child. Mm-hmm. That or that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> wonder if this one inspired the movie Clifford. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, that came out before this. Okay. Uh, anyway, go on. Uh, oh, Bill. Yes. Has a fantasy now. Yes, he does. This what do you think it involves, everybody? Shippo. Yes. A, a woman named Janet Chapeau. Janet. Now, uh, I wonder if you just watched a Gerard Depardieu movie and and just that's just that's all you can remember. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Gerard Depardieu. I can't even say it. And then and then makes out with her. Janet mm-hmm. Chapeau. So Janet de Hat. What? Chapeau means hat. Chapeau. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's pretty great. Uh, and then uh, yeah, after he makes out with her, he's snapped back into reality and. She's she asking what floor the business she's trying to get to is on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But when she goes on the elevator, he runs after her. He's like, oh, Wait. I don't, yeah, I don't mean to be name? forward. Yeah, what's and it's Jeanette. Janet, whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he's just like slamming on the button, slamming on the button. I love this, though. And then there's a staff meeting he has to go to. He's like, no. Uh, but when she's okay, like, okay. Yeah, I love that. There's that <laughs> annoying, like, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm coming, I'm coming. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Okay. <laughs> and his excuse, by the way, why he was late, like, I'm sorry I was late. I was meditating. Catherine's like, you were sleeping. <laughs> Right, and Gandhi was just a little goof who slept 18 hours a day. <laughs> so good. Lazy little goof. That's Lazy really, little goof. That's there. really funny. Uh, let's see here. Uh, oh, Dave next dreams that the staff works at their potential. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They all have a ton of ideas. Uh-huh. The next person more than the last person. And the expectation. Well, and I mean, like, Lisa, you would expect, like, if it was sure. actually really, really important, because mm-hmm. the ratings are total crap, like, yeah, that's she'd a Leslie really important... it. She'd have a giant binder. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, that's an essential part of their, their station structure, like... That's a really important part to have, like, good ratings on. They don't. So, mm-hmm. 
that is something she would make binders on. And, like, you know, the other people that contribute would contribute. And then there's a few people that, like, don't speak up right away. But, like, the people that you expect to work a little harder than the rest do speak up. And he's like, okay, people are working at their own levels. Yeah. Like they should be. And that's, it's so sad. Because yeah. that's his daydream, that people are doing their effing job. Yeah. Yes, it's hot out, but it's like, Yeah, a lot of their fantasies oh, are very, man. very lame that way. They're so just like... Sad. It's sad. Yeah, it's, it's a better way to look at it. Uh, <laughs> although... Although <laughs> Ma- Ma- Matthew, though, did contribute uh-huh. to a crumpled up napkin with his ideas uh-huh. on it. <laughs> that just says... Get better ratings. <laughs> and it's sweaty. He's been yeah. using it to sop up his sweat. <laughs> and then he continues to after he takes it back from Dave. There's a really, the there's a shot, Dave, this whole time is shot in a way where part of the table is actually in the frame. And it's very weird. And I'm like, why did they choose that? But I think it's intentionally just to completely throw you because Dave's head's like cut right at the top of the frame. It's a very mm. weird choice huh. that directed, if I'm not, I'll That's double check. Was this a Tom Sharonis episode? I think Tom Sharonis directed this one. He is, yeah, and he's responsible for that table, too. He's he's the reason that the good table's there. It's a nice table. It's a nice, a nice table, table, but it's also like Kinda flared out table. so it's easier to shoot because they couldn't shoot that way with the right yeah. one. right. And then a couple angles otherwise. Maybe the saddest one. And oh, this guy, Howie. Uh, he's another crossover if I'm not mistaken. No, he was not on Poor Howie. Parks and Rec. He was on The Office, but he still does bit parts on shows this guy. But he's like, oh, it's, 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 it's hot enough to boil an egg out there, huh?" He just comes in his cart, and everybody oh, loves him. They remember his oh, how, Howie, how many cats? Well, my wife, she wants another cat. Uh, <laughs> how many is that? Five cats or six? Uh, seven. Seven cats. I'm just doing James Stewart, Basically, apparently. But but it's, it's it sounds the, way, the same way. Yeah, yeah 100% it does. Poor uh, guy. Uh, sweet. Everybody how loves him. Is, is to people treat him like he's an actual human being that they see every day? Yeah. Because he I'm goes sure to every floor. He goes to yes. every office. That's yes. his thing. And he's and he's friendly and he does give them conversation starters and yep. they just don't take them. Uh-huh. No bites. They're not it's hot out. He has cold drinks and they're not even being nice to him then. Mm-hmm. And he comes back and he's just like he's a little more nervous than he is in the yep. other sounding. He's like, hey, any, any anybody want a snack? And he tries yeah, the, 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 the boil an egg line again and just... Uh, dismissive <laughs> nods. Uh-huh, and they call him Harry. Yeah. yeah. Um, Harry. Dave, not today. Thank you. Thank you, Harry. And he's just like, it's a slow walk out of frame while the rest of the scene goes this on. This is the saddest, saddest part of the, this episode. <laughs> it really is. Maybe the entire Bunch scene. Yeah, right? Right? Uh, oh, my God. It's so... Uh, <laughs> Heartbreaking. I know. I love him so much. Uh, uh, and then the fucking judo thing comes up. Oh yeah, and one more time. Response oh, on this one is: I love this so much. If the wise man is so small, then why is he so small? Oh, is the wise man? Oh Jesus! If the small man is so wise, then why is he so, so small? Jesus, I can't even say it. <laughs> And then they carry her on her shoulders out of the office. I love how it builds, though. It, like yeah. it starts with just like silence, and mm-hmm. then there's clapping, and then there's lifting mm-hmm. her up. And then there's confetti oh, yeah. and, and balloons. balloons yeah. And then there's headlines spinning newspapers. On newspapers. Spin into, including Dave Nelson cries like woman or baby. <laughs> so yes. Good. Like there's a couple like that. Just about her trumping Dave. And it's so I want one. This, I'm sure they didn't make those, but I really want one of those. This episode really, really good out of happened and it wouldn't have affected any future episodes but uh-huh. it's just fantastically funny it's yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and, and re- reliving it like re-talking about it it's not not all episodes are as easy to talk like but this is just gag after gag yeah it's, it's kind it's of like flash, it's, flash, it's, flash, it's flash. a little bit like you know 20 short st- films about springfield 22 short yeah, films yeah, yeah. about springfield yeah. oh, that's that's one episode. of my favorite episodes that's, one of, that's fantastic episode <laughs> steamed hams that is one of my favorite moments on television hey, ever, we got a swap bit. insurance info <laughs> <Sorry>. uh, <laughs> uh, and then uh, we're back in Bill's head again we think because he's kiss, he's making out with Catherine right. same situation yep. just a nice passionate kiss and then flash in and it's Matthew's fantasy that they're right. making out but Matthew has such he does a have fantastic a good re- line though when he yeah. runs out there's like oh, wait, oh yeah and they come out of the fantasy sorry mm-hmm. and they're they're fighting 
Oh, for a mug. Yes. <laughs> and Matthew runs it. Can't you two stop fighting long enough to realize you love each other? <laughs> I've used that line before you... <laughs> many times. Yeah. <laughs> if I see people like fighting that I know, I just I will stop. Uh -huh. I've said that many times. <laughs> I love how much. Oh, I'm dying. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, this is the last podcast. Of, uh, Jason I, is I, dead I, on the floor. I love how much news radio has consciously made its way into your life. Like it sometimes makes it into mine unconsciously, but I like that you've got lines that you use. I. Well, no, I mean, and some of them, I think this might have been one of them. Like uh -huh. dramatized, I knew that, mm -hmm. but, but this one, actually, I think. I have used that many times, but every time, like, damn it, where the hell did I Where's get that, that from? from? I yeah, know yeah, I yeah. got it from something mm -hmm. I liked, but interesting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then Joe. Next is uh, Beth dreaming again. Oh, right, but Joe's in it, and it gets yes. confusing because at first you almost think it could be Joe's, and then yeah. it's Beth. And then they're all sweaty, and then red lights are flashing, and it's all like alien. Yep. And then Matthew is a bunch of aliens. <laughs> He's so a gross. bunch of them. With a Freddy Krueger voice. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Same voice. <laughs> yes. Good point. What does he say? I don't. I don't think I wrote the line down. I don't know. And then he's making some animal noises. It's just so yeah. silly. It's absolutely silly. <laughs> And then Beth wakes up, and Matthew's there to make sure she's okay. She's in the chair. She's in the chair, which, by the way, I noticed still has, like, the little joystick on it. Did it really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so it's basically uh, the same chair. Mm -hmm. uh, it broke, though. It broke, but, you know. You I don't know. get another one? Maybe. Uh, it's Bill. Yeah, he probably returned it. He probably whined like an asshole and it's screamed like, oh, at the, the person. the box was in the worst shape I've ever <sighs> seen. It came like this. You know, it would have been a lot of that. A lot of... Uh, Sir, just leave the store. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, Beth's just happy that she's just been dreaming this whole time. Yes. Well, that part. And then Matthew and turns. Is... Oh, yeah. And his eyes are red. Kind so of we like think that We think that's real. I think so. I think that's yeah. the best part. Because he does, he does the same look. It's just like... It's the same look. It's the same exact look. Is there a slight pause in any of it? I mean, he freezes. But wait a minute. This means, though... Uh-huh. By the way, how many fucking horror movies did they watch in one night? That's a really good Holy point. Holy shit. This is like... We got so at like least about ten hours worth of movies so that they watched. They went straight home from work and they were watching them literally all night? I guess so. And the thriller video, apparently? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and, and, and the full thriller thing is like 20 minutes or something, right? Isn't there like a full short film to it or something? It was like 10, but maybe. Okay, maybe, maybe 10. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, we did another one later that was like 20 minutes, but... Mm -hmm. Well, it, when it premiered, they played the full-length one. Mm -hmm. It's pretty long. <laughs> and Joe's there when she wakes up, and she says that she's just dreaming about Matthew. And then Joe gives that little smile. <laughs> it's, a great, like, it's a great take on, yeah. on Joe's part. Ew, ew not like okay. that. Ew, ew, like no, that. ew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then uh, we're back to reality. Oh, yeah. And, and yeah. And Mr. James could actually show Lisa right here how to shut Dave down, apparently. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because Dave was explaining when the... the uh, <laughs> Because Mr. James is pissed off. The phone bones is actually running right yeah. now. And then <laughs> Dave is like, well... It's like Judah when the, the big man comes to the small <laughs> man and just... No, oh, screw the small man! <laughs> what? <laughs> <sighs> and he, right. he finally shuts him down and then back in Dave's office J Jimmy's just he opens his window so hot he's just you know it's so hot everybody's having to deal with this heat and, he's miserable and ask him what the Dow's down what the Dow closed at 6,020 oh <laughs> he just drops out of the fucking window he just commits suicide without changing and facial it, expressions yeah, no. he just oh. pushes himself Launches himself head first out the window. Yeah, it's just like a whoop, just drops out. And then, it, oh, mm -hmm. we have a, a, so much more play in uh, jumping out the window in a future episode. But we, we do, yeah. Uh, but back in reality, yes. it's it's six thousand thirty. Right. So this had ten it. ten difference. <laughs> yeah. Ten point difference. He considers it. It's like no, no. He kind of like this... does a gesture, like eh, like mm -hmm. like he waves his hand, like oh I could have, but you know what? Maybe not today. Yeah, this is the one moment here mm -hmm. uh, where I think they maybe could have used the laugh track when he jumped out the window because uh -huh. I know we went in the fantasies. There's no laugh track sure. because there's no yeah. audience. Like it's its own separate thing, but 
when you don't have the laughter there, but is throughout the other episode, uh-huh. that just seems really messed up. Yeah, like, it's just yeah, depressing. It's like, whoop. <laughs> I kind of like it for that very yeah, it reason. Yeah, messes with you. <laughs> but they uh, mess with you a bunch in this. It's great. Yeah, it does throw you every time. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm going to say this is probably the first <laughs> time this has been done and not the last necessarily. But that somebody decided to do so. It finally ends with Jimmy's. Everybody's underneath the, the air conditioner. They're finally cooling off. Jimmy's looking through the blinds out the window, and <laughs> the ending to Saint Elsewhere plays out. And if Which anybody I've, doesn't I've know, I've never seen the show, but spoilers, I know the ending. Yeah, everybody knows the ending to the Saint Elsewhere. It's all in the little the head of a little autistic boy who's got a Saint Elsewhere snow globe. And then there's this whole thing online that, that you know, sh- so shows all the guest stars on St. Elsewhere. There's a whole universe that basically takes pl- place in this boy's head if that is to be taken as canon. So there's just all these different shows. Like, we're talking, like, Homicide Life on the Streets because, like, Munch from New- Law & Order stopped by on an episode of St. Elsewhere. So there's all these different shows. Oh, no kidding. Yes. Yeah, if you look at I didn't up- realize that so many other shows crossed oh, over yeah. with it. St. Elsewhere, for some reason, was just based on the, the few crossovers it had, and then the crossovers all these other shows had. It's all considered in the universe of this little boy's head. Well, no, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. It's like you can make that argument very easily. Wow. So, so it's a very complicated thing that's only happened since. But or, I just, I think this. Are they in the boy's head because those were like on in the background? On the that's television. the other question. Some people have made that argument too, like that that maybe that's not what's happening. Maybe he is. He's imagining saying elsewhere, but he's also whatever. This is a story for a different podcast, the Elsewhere Cast. Which were definitely the not bizarre different. endings. Uh huh. Uh, yeah. Right. Podcast. Yeah. Uh. So, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. It, it ends with it's so dumb. Dave is the construction worker dad, and she's she's Lisa's the mom, and Jimmy's the little boy in a suit. Jimmy on the floor Uncle with a Jimmy. snow globe. Uncle Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy, Jimmy. You know what? There's uh, plenty of bill in this episode, which means it's time for. The Real Deal with Bill McNeil. Hi, kids. So, Hi. Jen from the Ether. Bill, Bill's pretty, uh, pretty straightforward in this episode. Um, his daydreams aren't really varying at all. I guess nobody's are. They're kind of all on theme, even though Beth's are different horror movies, but, um,. Man, Bill is kissing everybody. Now, what this shows me, like, he when he says, uh, winning the lottery is what he's daydreaming about. Like, so that shows, I mean, it's, I don't think it's just, like, kissing or, like, leading up to something more intimate. Like, I think it's, like, he actually thinks the women in this office are pretty awesome, and he's romantic, like, a really romantic person, but he's just an too much of an asshole to not act like an asshole most of the time. Like, you know, he he puts people down um, and he tests people all the time, but like even though he thinks Beth is really dumb, he's still like, that was winning the lottery too. Like, so it's, it's pretty, I mean, I know it's really hot out, but once he snaps out of it, he still thinks that's winning the lottery. So, mm. he really does value the women, like, in the office, even though he's an ass. Uh-huh. And, uh, and apparently he might be a little bit psychic in his dreams, because, <laughs> because what was that? <laughs> he kisses Jeanette de Chapeau, <laughs> and then, uh, he knows her name when he snaps out of it. Pretty great. Pretty but- crazy. And he somehow fantasizes about this woman he has not met yet physically. Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like, he wasn't... I mean, you know, if his eyes are open, maybe he, like, sees her but doesn't see her because he's in the right. middle of daydreaming, but it's pretty pretty interesting stuff. Um, and then he compares himself to Gandhi because, of course, he does. <laughs> because why wouldn't Bill compare himself to Gandhi? Also, I'm surprised he didn't try and quote Gandhi, and then, like, it's somebody else's quote. Totally different time period. Um, and, yeah, it's mostly that. He's just, you know, he 
He definitely, like, likes Catherine a lot, we know later, but, like, it's pretty much all the women, I think. Uh-huh. And I think he he also, I mean, he respects Beth, like, when he takes her out on the the lunch before, too, you sure. know? Uh, but, you know, he's just, he's just willing to take casualties in, in pushing people down for his own ego when he, when he gets too depressed and has to push himself up again. Like, he, you know, but he doesn't do it with them as much. Right. For sure. Uh, I don't know if that's linked to him, like, loving his mom no matter what, even though she was horrible. I mean, they're not horrible, like, like, by those standards, by any means. Like, but maybe the women get a break a little bit more from his, uh, like, ego-based wrath mm-hmm. than, than the guys do. Maybe. I don't know. Could be. That's pretty much what I have for this, this week. This has been The Real Deal with Bill McNeil. Favorite moments? Go for it, Jason. All right. Well, my favorite moment... It was going to contain a line, because it was going to be my favorite line, but then I had another favorite line, so this is, like, my favorite moment, is just the whole, all of Catherine's fantasy sequence that ends with, anybody see Friends last night? And just like, Mm. oh, I love that so much. Is it line or moment? I was listening, and then I, okay. And not both. It was uh, going to be my favorite line, and I'm like, nah, I'm going to take that for my moment, because I have another favorite line. So, Uh, well, I'll actually give... My favorite moment uh, will actually be when Joe first snaps out of his fantasy and he says to Dave, can you get me a soda? And then Dave's just snappy, kind of annoyed, but half-assed response of just, get your own soda. <laughs> I, I Just somehow way he says it, yeah. it's like just so I don't know, condescending. Uh-huh. I don't know, it's, uh, it just cracks me up every He's time. He's like, no, I won't get you a soda. And, ooh, you value a soda so much right now, don't you? <laughs> get your it's own pretty soda. Great. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I did the same thing as you did, Jay. Uh, my favorite moment is probably when, when Catherine's eating in the break room, too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's it, it does make me sad afterwards, though. Yeah. It would be so amazing if this was... Like, they added more diverse cast. They could keep the cast they had and then just add some people. Sure. But, but no. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately not. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. And, and, and I'm glad she got such a good scene because Catherine deserves more really great scenes written for her. I mm-hmm. mean, it's not like she doesn't have any. But, man. So good. Um, and then my favorite line... I can't quote it because I didn't write any of any of them down. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just just the differences in the dialogue um, from Lisa and Beth kissing, like just just all of her mess ups and uh-huh. and how he imagines that she she wouldn't understand things just quite the pre- same way. Pre- 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 mm-hmm. She just can't say prelude. Nope. Nope. Uh, yeah, it's pretty great. Yeah, it's great. So. Um- I think my favorite line was, yes, and Gandhi was just a lazy little goof who slept about 18 hours a day. <laughs> and it's mostly my favorite line because of his dumb delivery. Like, it's just like those those lines always went out. Uh, actually, Another, no- oh, sorry. Another person might say, like, whatever. Uh-huh. But he's like, oh. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he's got to put up a stink about it. Of course it's he does. His, I, it's, it's, he's trying to convince everyone he's meditating. Mm-hmm. Uh, my line, now that I think about it, I really wish I would have flipped it like you guys to make it the moment, because I realize I'm not giving Catherine her due, but my favorite line is, anybody see Friends last night? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, it's great. It's fantastic. But I'm going to give the line to Catherine on this one, even though it's not her saying. Well, uh-huh. her reaction to that line yeah, yeah. is perfect. Her, yeah. her, and, her, and, her and Joe. Yeah. Theory. Uh, not, not Gorelli. Eric. Eric is his character. Your last name, name is Gorelli? <laughs> so... Yes. I guess we're about at the end of this episode, officially. Mm. Jen, you live on the ether. Mm-hmm. What do you have to promote? Mm. It's coming out in a week, in a day. Um, don't let people turn you into robots. It's a good call. It's not a very good idea. Um, recycle. All right. And be nice to people. Recycle your robots. Sure. Alan? 
Come see your drinking game at Acme Hollywood, July 29th, Saturday night at 8 p.m. You get to drink and watch a hilarious cast. Doo-doo labyrinth. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be a good show. Dance, magic, dance, people. Dance, magic, dance. Um, same. Go see drinking game. You can find Alan on Twitter at A-L-L-E-N-R-U-E-C-K-E-R-T. That's Alan Rickert. Me on Twitter at J-Klam, J-K-L-A-M-M. Yeah, that's about it. I got other podcasts. Go to StolenDress.com. That's where all my other podcasts are. Um, Probably got a few more coming out in a few months. What? Yeah, it's a horrible idea. It's okay. I've already started them a long time ago. They just have never been released. It's fine. Like over a year and a half ago. Oh, jeez. Yeah. You've had it in the can for a year and a half? Yeah, basically. Ready to go. One's a little more involved than these sit down, talk about a thing, release them. Is all. Oh, interviews? Yeah. Lots of interviews. I want some music in them. I want Ira Glass to narrate the whole thing. Mm. That's going to take a while to arrange. Lovely. Yeah. News radio. My favorite sitcom of all time. That's not going to happen. Unless that is his favorite sitcom. Ira, if you're listening, <laughs> you know, come on. You're great. We got some other guests coming up, which we're actually going to talk about as soon as I uh, hit the stop button. Uh, um. Don't forget to send us some of your art yes, or writing or anything radio creative that comic. you've created uh, inspired by News Radio. That's a very good point. Thank you. At Freakzilla. Nope. Freakzilla at scopenet.com. <laughs> Jesus. Well, there's only one other thing to say, and that is catch, catch you later, B Cakes. Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast, is part of the Stolen Dress Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Alan Rickert and Jason Klom, and our theme song was composed and performed by Michael Warden. Have questions? Call and leave us a voicemail at 646-801-WNYX or email us at freakzilla at scopenet.com. Please subscribe to Dispatches from Fort Awesome on iTunes, give us a five-star rating, and write us a review. It helps. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at WNYX News Radio. Visit stolendress.com to listen to our other podcasts, watch videos, and imbibe freely of our multimedia content going back 15-plus years. Big day today, Dave.